Tune in to Refresh Radio with Regina Johnson. Who is Regina Johnson? Regina Johnson. Author, pastor, motivational speaker, and life coach. Regina is inspirational, motivating others to live out their purpose. Regina is passionate, tenacious, and relentless about helping others fulfill their destiny. Her goal is to bring a refreshing to someone's life. Join us every Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Dial in to share your heart with Regina at 657-383-0309. That's 657-383-0309. And remember that Regina says... We all know you really haven't failed until you stop trying. I want to be to people what others have been to me. And so that's, that's really the purpose of Refresh. It's the end of the day for people to feel refreshed. So call in at 657-383-0309. That's 657-383-0309. You'll be blessed by her wisdom, strategies, and encouragement. That's Refresh Radio with Regina Johnson on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Welcome to Refresh. This is Courtney Conway and the tribe filling in for Regina Johnson. She will be returning next week with another amazing topic. We want to give a shout out to NHISG Sports Medicine Network and Princess Cooper. Tonight we'll be discussing being a teenager and being a leader in today's society from the Christian perspective. And um, so we want to talk about the characteristics of being a leader. So uh, I have a few things here. Uh, being a, uh, uh, The character of being a leader is having integrity, being authentic, um, having humility, having compassion, vision, focus, and generosity. So, girls, what is one of those things that stick out to you the most? Authenticity. Authenticity. What do you think that means with um, being a leader? Being, uh, being just authentic to yourself, like being who you are without trying to fit in with everybody else. What do you guys think? Yeah. Do you think it's hard being authentic when everyone around you is being one way? Yeah. How do you think you can be different? What does it take to be authentic? To not care what other people think. And just to... A lot of courage, I think. Yeah. A lot of courage. Yeah. Try to be bold. Being bold. Yeah, I know I always have a hard time sometimes being bold. Even when, as I'm just 23, I feel like I have a hard time just stepping out and being different. When so many people around me tell me I should be a certain way or I should talk a certain way or I should act a certain way. And being a leader means being authentic, being different, stepping out of the crowd and making a choice, you know? So what about humility? I feel like so many people worry about being humble or, or having that humility. Do you, do you guys struggle with that, or how do you think we can navigate being humble? Um, just, uh, you don't know? Yeah. I think that's hard. That's a hard topic, too, is being, being humble. That's not being boastful. That's not flaunting what you think you know or how I feel like the world should be. 
that's realizing what the world is and stepping out in grace and understanding that everyone's people are going to make mistakes, you know? People are going to are going to mess up, people are going to fall and people are going to stumble and you're going to fall and you're going to stumble, but realizing that you can lead them and help them and guide them into the right direction. So what about having compassion? Having compassion for just you and your and having grace for your mistakes and having compassion for other people. Is that something that you deal with in school? Like yeah, really hard, especially when someone does something that really hurts your feelings, mm-hmm. and then you know you have to like forgive them and have compassion for them. That's really hard to do sometimes. Yeah, when someone rubs you the wrong way. Yes. When they yes, when they pick your buttons, and it's like it's those people that know what buttons to pick, and they just pick at it, and it's like, how do I love on you? You know? Yeah, I just feel like you have to realize that they're human, just like you, and you have to realize that they make mistakes, mm-hmm. and that you're gonna make mistakes, and you're gonna want somebody to forgive you. So why not forgive them for what yeah. they did, and step out and be that love to them. Yeah, just having having that compassion, having that love, having that heart and drive to to be the leader. And no one's going to understand how to have compassion unless someone shows them. You know, no one's going to know how to truly love someone unless you show them. And that is what being a leader in today's society is all about. Because we're all about me, me, me. All about myself and I. And me, myself, myself. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Me, myself, <laughs> and I. And how can I get the big bucks really quickly, you know? So people don't tend to, I guess you said, look at the other people's perspective. Um, so generosity. So teens really don't have a lot of money. Am I right, girls? Mm-hmm. You really don't have a lot of money. Um, kind of depend on your parents. Yeah. So what are other ways without money that you can be sinner? Your actions toward other people? Mm-hmm. Your actions? Definitely. Yeah. Like, talking to them, they, like, if they're, like, weird, you still hang out with them and stuff. I came out wrong, but, like, <laughs> if they're, no, like, I mean, if they're like, a little different than you. Yeah, like, like, well, not weird, because everyone's weird in their own way, but, like, like, what, and what I mean weird, like, not, like, what everyone else does. Mm-hmm. So, like, different in their own way. And so, like, if that person's different, like, you just hang with them, and that sometimes that stuff like affects them way more than money as a kid. Mm-hmm. Or if you see someone that's like getting bullied and you like hang out with them, I think it changes their perspective of one thing. So it's being different. Being being a leader uh, and being generous with your time and and helping people feel welcome. Letting people feel like you care. You know, because there's so many people that follow the crowd. They're not leaders. Follow the crowd and just leave those people in behind. And being Christians, is that what we are really supposed to do? No. no people do it, right? And it's it's sad to see. And even I guess sometimes in church, we can you see that um, some people get left behind or forgotten. And being a leader is not that. You don't want someone to get left behind or felt bad or that someone's being talked about. You don't want that for them. At least I don't want that for them, so I feel like everyone else should. And it's kind of hard because I feel like I'm a little different sometimes in my brain. But, um, yeah, just having that generosity. What other ways can we be generous, you think? We have 
stepping out, talking to people. Being generous to yourself. Generous to yourself? Yeah. Being real to yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Because the reality is life is hard, you know, and it's only going to get harder unless you figure it out, you know. So being patient with yourself, being generous with your time, being generous with taking care of yourself, um, never forgetting to love what you love. You know, if you love to sing, sing on, girl. If you love to dance, dance on, girl. You know, our boy. That's fine. But um, always always being generous. And what about integrity? Do you, what do you guys think about integrity? Um, honesty is important. That, mm-hmm. Like, no matter what, you have to stay true to yourself. Mm-hmm. And no matter if someone, um, like an adult or someone is around, you still should act the same as if they were. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that's important because Nowadays, you get called out for, like, not having integrity, honestly. Like, at my school, well, a lot of people call that, like, being fake nowadays. Yeah. Like, not having integrity is basically being fake. So, I think that's really important because if you don't, then you'll be fake. And, like, a lot of people won't want to associate themselves with you, like, honestly. Yes, it's practicing what you preach. That's what integrity is. Yeah. It's practicing what you preach. It's owning the words that are coming out of your mouth. It is um, upholding the standards that you set for yourself and others. And if you can't uphold those standards, then why are you telling other people to uphold those standards? I feel like a lot of people do that. Like a lot of people can speak on what they think like other people should do, but Mm -hmm. they can't do that, what they tell people to do. And that really sometimes gets annoying. Because why are you saying it? But it is also really hard to do that sometimes. Like, to tell people things, but then you have to do it too. So that's why you just have to be careful about it and what you say to other people. Mm-hmm. And you have to be careful with the advice you give and the advice you receive. So sometimes that's just like my friends will do, like they'll say stuff, but I, I like listen, but I don't ever like do it. Like most of the stuff they say is just like dumb. It's like it's not dumb, but like it's not, it's, um, irrelevant mm-hmm. to what a Christian should do because most of your friends aren't, you know, Christian-like, so you try not to block your door away. Who are the people you, you know you can trust to go to? Tell you the truth that that listen um, to you guys and really are the leaders that you look up to that have integrity? My parents. Yeah. Your parents? My parents. Yeah. Parents. Grandma. Yeah, you're very good. And yeah, you, you, you're good to us, too. A family. I think some of my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> some of them are Christian. Some of them are not. Somebody. Yeah, yeah, from yeah. five years. So. <laughs> it just, no, no, nobody in my family. I'm just saying. But, like, it just, <laughs> um, yeah. Yes. So, we, we have many people in our lives that, can lead us and show us the right direction, but we want the people that really know how to live out this life and be a leader to show us how to be a leader in today's society, right? Right. Because there's so many times when people tell us what we should be or who we should be like 
or what we should do. And they don't even do it. Exactly. They don't even do it. So you need to look at their life. You need to look at how they live and be willing to say, I want to live my life that way or I don't want to live my life that way. Mm-hmm. So being a teen, y'all are in sports and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Did y'all see many coaches that maybe yeah. tell you how you should be or how fast you should run yeah. or how – or how you should look, but they want you to be prepared for the action that you're going to do. They're coaching you, they're leading you to and pushing you into the right direction, right? Yeah. They should be. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's some that, that aren't, and they don't have that integrity, but they want to push you into the right direction. They want you to win, ultimately, or they want you to go higher. They want you to skyrocket, right? So that is a good, I guess, identification of a leader, a leader that should be humble and knowing that they're past that middle school, high school time, and that they need to teach you guys, right? Okay. So what do you think? Do you all have any coaches that yeah, are good? Yeah, I, I do. Like, my coach was speed because we play soccer. Speed is a lot of things for the forwards, I think. And the midfield, you have to have speed for that. So the – we do, like, these speed tests sometimes, and he'll set us, like, a record on how to be faster. And, like, the slower ones, you have, like, two seconds faster, and the faster ones, you have to be, I mean, five seconds. Yeah, mm-hmm. five seconds faster for the faster And he wants, like, the best out of it, and it's really, really hard. So what does he say to you? Um, He just, like, tells us how to, like, do it, how to try to get faster, mm-hmm. and how to, like, uh just keep the metabolism, how we eat and stuff like that. Yeah, so he's really coaching you. He's really guiding you yeah. to be, be greater, to be the And that is what a leader should do, is to guide you into being the best that you can possibly be. Yeah. And that's what you guys should do for your friends and for the people you come in contact with, is being the best that they can be and pushing them um, to be open. Uh, so we will be right back with Refresh. Um, Please stay tuned. Spreading the word of the Lord through music ministry on Gospel 107. We're live on NHISG 101.1 every Sunday. Gospel music from legends Lee Williams, Rance Allen, and Shirley Caesar. Join us for Sunday service delivered by Pastor Regina Johnson, Pastor Russell Moore, and Pastor Johnny Ray Noble. Bible study with Pastor Aaron B. Williams and Christian Talk Radio with Pastor Annetta Watson, Pastor Annie Sally, Pastor Warren Sally, and Benita Coney. Gospel 107, every Sunday on Never Had It So Good, 101.1 is proud to have talk radio on their platform. Like Pastor Regina Johnson, Refresh Radio, James Deshay, Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, Daquan King, Revive Radio, Warren Sally with Man Cave Radio, Sky Wonders with Unmuted, Your Voice Matters, Wake Up Call Radio with Pastors Warren and Annie Sally. 
Peace Within Radio with Henry Washington. The Bible has the answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams. Dig Radio with Pastor Annette Watson. Crazy Sports Mom with Doresa Anderson. Been there, done that with Cindy Smith. Pave your way to success with Rudy and Michelle Govan. Spiritually reincarnated with Gilbert Sines. In times like these with Benita Coney. Sports Talk Atlanta with Matt D and Travis McGee. Sports Talk Carolina with Andre White and Neek Emerson. Sports Talk Money Podcast with Elliot Johnson. Power 803 with Reverend John Robinson. Totally Healed Radio with Angel Anderson. Bless This House Gospel House with Bishop Timothy Henderson. And It's a Way Out and a Way to Stay Out with Marlon Reed. I'm talking about absolutely the best talk show host in the country right here on Never Had It So Good 101.1, the world's radio station. USI never had it so good. 101.1 Radio, the best R&B and hip-hop music. The Quiet Storm every Friday and Saturday. Talk radio with the best host in the business. Sports Talk Radio every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1. And it's 24-7, the world's best radio station. Hey guys, we want to welcome you back. I know you're shocked, but it's Regina. She's in the house, and uh, I am here with my girl Courtney and the gang. They are doing an incredible job. We are talking about role models. Is that right, Courtney? That is correct. On today, so guess what I'm about to do? Because you are doing a great job. I'm going to pass the ball back to Courtney. And uh, before, just in case you didn't do it, did you give a shout out to my girl Princess? I sure did. You did. Well, I'm going to do it for myself. <laughs> all right, giving you a shout out, Princess Cooper, and all the other hosts of NHG NHISG Sports Media. All right, go after it, girl. <laughs> so we just got done talking about what it is to be a good leader. The characteristics, right? We just got done talking about the characteristics. So now we kind of want to get to the more practical side. More like, how do you communicate as a good leader? Or how should you dress or present yourself as a leader? Not to be, like, so showy of yourself. Like, kind of, like, flaunt yourself. So having that humility. We're bringing back that that humility, not, I guess, flaunting yourself, as you said. Yeah. Anything else? So how how did you dress? What is appropriate to you guys? I guess like oh, I guess like jeans or like um, leggings or something like that. Mm-hmm. Kind of like having like pulled by your sides or stuff like that because that's dress code. Being so. modest. Being yeah. modest. Yeah, being modest. Like you don't want to show certain pieces of your body at least without being. I, I'm a Christian, but putting that Christian aside, I know I don't want to see bits and pieces of someone's body personally i just bits and pieces that you do that should be kept unseen you know that should be hidden i don't want to see those body parts so i guess i do wear i guess holes in my jeans but whenever i pick out my clothing i try to make sure the hole isn't a little too high 
or if I bend over, if I'm wearing a dress, you're not going to get to see what's down below, you know? So I'm trying to be careful with how I present myself, and I want to be kind of groomed a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. But when I'm at home, it's a whole different story. Yeah. But... No, but, like, whenever, like, I see it, like, depends, I mean, like, um, I mean, like, uh, like, it also depends on your age. Mm-hmm. Like, I think some things are appropriate for, like, your age. Like, I think, like, like, whenever women in their, like, 20s and stuff, like, wear, like, short shirts to, like, maybe, like, concerts and stuff like that and have fun every now and then, like, that's okay. In my opinion, it's mm-hmm. not too revealing. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, 13-year-olds my age trying to do too much. But, like, with, like, crop tops and all that, I think, honestly, in my opinion, like, that's just not appropriate, like. Yeah, it should be age-appropriate. Knowing what's out there, knowing that there's people that are aware, kind, and do bad things. Yeah, Yeah, I usually wear crop tops. I always have, like, a tape top underneath, Mm -hmm. just in case. I mean, because you don't want to portray yourself as 19 and you're really 13. You're really 13. Yeah. And then, because things like that happen. It does happen. Yeah, I mean, because you don't want to because appearing that way, it makes, if you think it's cool and, and all, but in reality, it could be, it could turn out and be really bad for you because mm-hmm. you don't know what could happen. You're 15 talking to some 21-year-old and and you don't, you don't know who he is or what because you're portraying something that you're not. You're trying to do something mm-hmm. that you're not. But really, it's not it's not good either way. Yeah. Yeah, and I I feel like wouldn't y'all think I was a hypocrite if I was out here dressed all kinds of what way? And I'm telling you guys, y'all need to be covered up. Yeah. 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 Y'all, you know, you don't need to be showing all of this. Wouldn't that's holding that integrity? Mm-hmm. That's holding. I'm preaching. I'm living out what I'm preaching. You know. And there's moments and times when I have to like look at myself in the mirror and be like, girl should you wear this, you know, and because I'm human, and I get the, I guess, social media, I look at what people wear, and I go on Pinterest, and I look at, I'm like, outfits for blah, 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 and there's some cute outfits out there, but I'm like, should should I really wear that, you know, like, have y'all looked at people at school, don't y'all have a dress code, right? Yeah, but do do they follow the dress code? Every now, not some. It just depends because there are sometimes where, like for instance, the other day me and my friends were talking about wearing shorts to school, which you can, but people at school wear shorts to and their shirts longer than their shorts. Mm-hmm. It looks like they're not wearing anything. But I'm like, if I came to school now, do you know how quick in a hurry they try to dress code me because mm-hmm. I'm not dress code, but all these other people aren't in dress code because. But then it goes back to being who you are. If you wouldn't normally do it, don't you know? Don't do it. I think it's something about you. The reason that they would, I guess, notice you're out of dress code is because you're being a leader and you're, I guess, dressing the way you're supposed to dress. So the teachers would be like, wait a minute. Bri, what, what is going on, Bree? What are you wearing? You know, they would notice you because you stand out. You're authentic. You, you wear what you want to wear, but within the guidelines. And it's not like people are trying to tell you that you can't, I guess, be yourself. Yes, you can be yourself, but we need to have some standards for ourselves, you know? We need to uphold those standards. And if we want to lead, if we – there's so many people that have YouTube channels and 
there's so many people that are insta-famous, you know. But if we want to lead and see the world change, we need to know how to carry ourselves and dress ourselves, Mm -hmm. you know. So that's why I think someone would notice you. I was the same way in high school. Someone would spot me out of dress code a mile away. But then I'm looking over here, and I'm like, but she's wearing the exact same outfit as me. Like, what are you talking about? You didn't say she walked straight past you, you know? And I feel like even in – I'm in college. I feel like there's been moments that people wear the Nike shorts with the shirt all the way down where you can't see the shorts, and you're like, if I tried that – my my own professors will say something. They're like, Courtney, what is what are you doing? You know? Yeah. So it's holding it's holding those that that um, those standards for yourself and and being different and being outside the box. And there's ways to be, I guess, cute and stylish, but also cover yourself. Yeah. Cajun is like, how do you think we should talk to people if we're trying to lead with how, when you see how people talk to each other these days? I think more like nice mm-hmm. and just like ask them how their day is. Yeah. Yeah, being considerate, having that yeah. compassion. Yeah, you don't want to, because like sometimes like you might be upset, but then you don't want to make them feel bad because you're upset and then you make them feel bad. So you want to try to be too much considerate of their emotions and yours because sometimes your emotions can take over the way you talk. Where I work, I work at the YMCA, and they um, tell us when we come in a place, our emotions, our feelings go out the door because we want the best for those kids. I work with the kids. We want the best for them. So, and how I communicate to the kids determines how they communicate with their parents and see if they enjoy where they are. Um, I have to, I'm the lead there. I'm the lead there. So I have to be able to communicate with the parents, the kids, and my staff. If I can't communicate effectively, if I can't tell them, come to them with compassion and say, hey, we might need to fix this, then I'm not a quality leader. If I can't go to the parents and, one, know their name out of how many kids I have, I know each one of those parents' names. I know, what do I know? I know how to talk to them. I know how to bring an issue to them with them not being upset. So with your friends, do you know how to go to them if there's an issue? Um, most likely it's been coming to me for an issue. Yeah, to you, yeah. Because I'm just that person I can always problem solve. But then you don't want to, with their problems, you don't want to take on that bondage and then it makes you feel some type of way. And then you might go, ungodly first as an offensive stuff and have to repent later on but you don't want to you don't want to do it yeah what about you yeah like a lot of my friends i don't really go to them they kind of come to me in the group mm-hmm. which i don't kind of understand but i guess i'm good with their emotions that's the leader quality in yeah. you yeah but i guess i'm good with their emotions or something like that i make them like feel better and um and yeah but sometimes like when they tell me stuff i kind of get a little bit mad but it's only happened like once and then you get, like, really angry, and then you go to that person that made them angry because you're angry because they're messing with your friends, mm-hmm. and then you do some ungodly stuff, and it's not good. Yeah, so we have, to, we have to make sure we're careful with how we talk to people. 
and what we take in from what they say. Because we don't want that to affect our feelings and our emotions and our feelings about them. But like I said, being a good leader is knowing the qualities about that person and knowing how to communicate effectively to them and knowing the words to say. Because if you can say the wrong words and really affect someone, yeah, it's just like um, if you were to have, like, a toothpaste bottle and you took the toothpaste out, you can't put it back in. So what you say, it doesn't go back in. It's there all the time. Mm-hmm. And so a person, you can say something to someone, and they can have that with them their whole life. And so you just have to be careful about what you say and uh, know how to love people and their storms and their struggles. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, like sometimes what what your friends say to you, you don't want it to, um, you don't want to communicate in that sometimes because then it can open a door for something totally way beyond your um, struggle, mm-hmm. something of their storm, and then it, you know, it messes up your communication. Yeah, so ultimately being a good leader is about carrying yourself in a manner and that upholds quality standards. And being able to communicate effectively to guide someone and lead someone to be greater, like we said, to uphold those standards and those characteristics and, and push them further, right? right? It's to guide them and lead them into the right direction. Um, so, yes, I, I know we should start to be a good leader, and we're going to continue we're going to continue this in a few minutes. With this time for our break, thank you for joining us on Refresh. Love, and 
talking about how to be a leader in today's society, kind of from the Christian's perspective. And we, uh, being a leader that's having integrity, being authentic, being humble, um, showing that compassion, having vision, having being focused and being generous with your time, your, your thoughts, and being generous by yourself. So right now we're going into kind of, how do you live your best life and being a leader and being, I guess, a Christian in today's society? So there's so many, there's so much stigma on, I guess, being a Christian and what we can and cannot do and things like that. Um, so what do you guys think or how do you think we can walk with Jesus and, and not being boring? It's kind of hard sometimes, especially when, like, Halloween now because it's coming up. A lot of people are like, I'm going trick-or-treating, and then people ask you to go trick-or-treating, and you're like, well, I can't go trick-or-treating, and you feel kind of like left out sometimes, but some of the stuff that we can't do, like watch Harry Potter, you know, Pokemon and all that stuff, I kind of like lived with it, so I just, it feels normal now that I can't do it, Mm -hmm. but the Halloween stuff still kind of hits me sometimes, but it's, you're literally just normal, you're like everybody else except for some so, yeah. Do. What about you, Bree? Uh, yeah, I do feel like it's hard sometimes because you'll fall into what your friends are doing, and it is <clears throat> sorry, it is pretty hard to to try to be yourself, but you're trying to be authentic to yourself, but then you want to be authentic to what everybody else tells you, thinks what you should be. Mm-hmm. And like Caitlin was saying, it is hard for when Halloween comes around and your friends. Now, now in high school, they have parties you can go to, which I remember those days. Yeah, so mm-hmm. they just get at least people like, wow. But um, I don't think, I don't, I wouldn't, because it's too much happening, and it's not, it's something that you, as a Christian or as a person, wouldn't go by because it's different from what you set your guidelines and your standards, your standards for. Mm-hmm. What about you, Bethany? Do you have anything to add to that? Um, I feel like now that I'm 18, um, I'm not so... Um, care about like Halloween and stuff and I am not so drawn to it and I haven't I've never been trick-or-treating and I've never even watched Harry Potter or seen any like Pokemon anything so um, to me it's just um, I'm thankful mm-hmm. um, and I'm grateful that I was raised this way and um, in the long run it's it's really a good um, thing to have uh, godly parents who can push you. And I, I feel like um, the reason why it's so um, easy to be able to do this is because um, I have an accountability partner. I have someone um, like Bree who sends me Bible verses every day. Um, we can check on each other and just see how each other are doing. And we have um, just a, relation, a better relationship than um, when we like first started talking. So now we 
um, can help each other love on other people. So it's finding good quality friendships, people that will, I guess, push you in the right direction, you know, finding another leader that you can go to and, and talk to and console with, you know. I grew up with a mom that really wanted us to kind of go get in church and know Jesus, but then I grew up with a dad with nothing against my dad. I love my father in my life, you know, mom and dad are together, but I have a dad that was hurt a lot, I guess, by the church, I guess, quote-unquote church and church life, so he stopped going, and I grew up watching these TV shows called, like, you know, Charmed and Supernatural and anything with vampires and killing, it was on the TV. It was on the TV all day, every day. So growing up with that, I guess it kind of made me feel like it was okay. It made me feel like, well, why, what was the big deal? Like, it's just TV, you know. It's just a TV show. I'm not a vampire. I'm not, you know, going out there doing stuff, so who cares? I'm not a witch or whatever, you know, so talking about Halloween because it's coming up. So it made me just feel like whatever. But now as um, I'm 23, I'm not truly grown, but, like, I feel like I'm 23 years old. It's um, I just don't see the joy in that. What joy does it bring to you? Nothing. Because I, know, I remember as a child, your parents telling you not to watch Wizards of Waverly Place or That's So Raven and the one of the older ones, like um, Gravity Falls. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, everybody else is watching it. Why can't I watch it? But it was really they were viewing it for a, a reason because it set a foundation in your life to not tolerate things like witchcraft and Harry Potter and Pokemon mm-hmm. and stuff like that because it, it opens doors. Uh, that, you know, yeah. Yeah, and then when um, when I was, like, little, we didn't come here. We were in Alabama, and I would have Pokemon cards, like a whole entire full binder of Pokemon cards. I was that addicted. I would watch, well, if my dad had Harry Potter on, I would sometimes, you know, sneak a peek and watch it. And all that, and I would go trick-or-treating, and then, and it was hard. It was hard when we came here, and I couldn't do that. Like, you know, I couldn't do Pokemon. We had to throw them all away in the trash. Couldn't do Halloween. It was kind of different. I liked it because now I understand because I'm kind of older than I was. Mm-hmm. So I understand more about it now. Yeah, so besides Halloween, there's other things that, we probably shouldn't be getting into, but society tells us we can't, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, what are some things that maybe your friends have done that you re- you were like, no, I'm not doing that? They have, okay, I'm not even sure if they have sorry. They have this thing, and it's called a jewel. Everybody jewels now. It's like, okay. it jewels? Like, yeah, it's like, it's like smoking a cigarette, but it's electric. Oh, okay. And everybody does it. They, they get to the point where they're doing it in the bathroom at school. And they have to, uh, oh, they have to, and it got to the point so bad where they closed the bathroom at at school last year, my freshman year, they closed the bathroom because people were doing it, vaping, they were vaping in the bathroom, and they closed the bathroom down, and we have have to walk, like, to the cafeteria, or to the second floor, or it got to the point where they locked the second floor bathroom, and and then you're just like, really, what's the point? And people only do it to 
just because everybody else is doing it or their parents don't care or it brings them joy or happiness because of something that's going on at home, which really, if they have the friends and the mindset of being a Christian, they wouldn't do stuff like that. To so they're being a follower. Pretty much. They're just following the crowd, doing whatever they want to do, not being authentic and not being a true leader. Mm-hmm. And not just from someone that's, I guess, not a Christian, um, she's up your lungs. Like, yeah. that is... That is not a, like that's not good for you, and we just need you just need to be careful and you need to take care of your body. Yeah. But with being a leader, you're not doing that. You're not following the crowd. Do people look at you or say anything about you not following and not you not doing that? I mean, I don't. I'm not. I'm not really sure. Some people, you know, they'll like every now and then my friends be like, "Oh, you're not doing this." I'm just like, I just don't tolerate that. For me, mm-hmm. I just don't. I wouldn't want to. Because he wants to come home smelling like a pack of cigarettes every day. I know I wouldn't. That that makes me smell bad. It makes you look bad. So what? It would bring me nothing, no joy or happiness. Because mm-hmm. I have every I, sometimes you know, but like I would never. So you choose. I choose not to. Not to do that. You choose to have the you know appropriate friends. To have the friends that you can do stuff with and enjoy life. And I guess for me as an adult, whatever. Because um, I'm in, the, I'm in the season of. I technically just got, you know, technically just kind of got out of my teens, and I feel like I'm in this limbo of well, I'm not really in. I don't feel like an adult, but people tell me I'm an adult, but I don't feel like it. Yeah. You know, so um, yeah, it's just um, there's times when. Throughout my throughout high school and college, where I gained friends, I was very very popular in high school. I was on like the dance team and all that, so I knew a lot a lot of people, and I was easily influenced. If anyone told me to do something, I was right there doing it. If anyone told me, "Hey, this is cool. I know your mom probably isn't gonna like this, but we should do it. You know, we should join our." I did things because maybe a boy told me to or something like that. I was very, very into the world and what society told me I should be like. Um, So then when I got into college, those friendships weren't there. And I had to find different friendships. And I kind of, I got into a group uh, called Chi Alpha. It was a Christian organization on campus that those friendships were so different from the friendships that I had in high school. The friendships that I had in high school, they weren't meaningful. They weren't quality friends where I can call up someone and I knew that they were going to have my my back no matter what, that if I was stranded somewhere, that they were going to be able to come, you know, pick me up or they were going to get their parents to come pick me up. It wasn't that way. Whenever I was in college and I started to gain these true friendships that I can have, genuine conversations with like about God or about how I was feeling and I didn't have to worry about how they was going to talk about me it 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 brought me so much joy Mm -hmm. and we got to do things like so many wonderful things we took it might sound crazy or weird but we took trips to Waco to the Magnolia Market Mm -hmm. we watch HGTV a lot so all that so we took the uh, trips there we take a lot of trips to do different things to Dallas or Austin and just enjoy life. You, it's like you don't need um, 
to compare yourself to other people and what they're doing to enjoy a good quality life. And we kind of do things. What do you? What, what are some of the things that you guys have gotten to do? Um, we've done like bonding, like a little bonding exercises, like the little carpet where you have to figure out and talk and communicate with each other to figure out. Oh, magic carpet. The magic carpet, yeah. To figure out how to communicate with each other and the bre- the breakfasts we do to talk and figure out a way to um, become better as a Christian teenager and in life. Bowling? Yeah, we got to go bowling together and uh, rock climbing. Rock climbing, that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. We went to the movies. Went to the movies. So we got to do nice, fun, clean, quality things, which I think was fun. I find a lot of things fun, though. And yeah, I, I'm I'm easily amused. Like it's not, it's not funny, but um, yeah, I, I just got to do really really fun things with this with this group of girls. And it's only like with my with my like friends of my age, I get to it's like three of them, and it seems like a small group, which it is. But those friendships, I can call them up anytime any place and be like, hey, girl, I need your help, or, you know, life gets busy, so we might go a while without talking to each other, but when we come back together, we're like, you my girl, what's up, what's life, what's going on, and just enjoy life, like, we're living our best lives, you know, Um, so what do you think can, or how do you think we can change our lives? to make sure we're having a, you know, being a leader, changing, um, perspective, perspective. Thank you. How can we change our, the perspective of our friends or our family or something like that? I guess just like talking and using your voice and being brave and courageous. I think that's like the biggest thing to do is having to know that you want to change people Mm -hmm. and you want to change how people, um, see the world. And you just really have to have a voice, and you know that it's like your time to be brave, and that's pretty much it. Like you really have to be brave to do it. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of courage to be a leader sometimes. Did you want to add anything, Tuckin? Try to cut out like the excess stuff you don't need. I did that during the summer, like figuring out who should be in my life to get me this place and not drag me down to change my perspective and their perspectives in order to. Um, change their life and mine. Mm-hmm. So we just have to be honest. We have to be a leader. What was all of our characteristics? Mm-hmm. Like We have to be a leader and step out and be bold <laughs> to to change their perspective. And we, we have to live the way we preach. We have to live the way we talk. Mm-hmm. So if we say one thing, like, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. But then the girls or the boys come up to you and say, hey, y'all, let's go do this. It's going to be so much fun. But you're over here telling them that you're not going to do it, and you go and do it anyway? Yeah. Do you think they're going to take you serious? No. They're not going to take you serious. So they're not going to consider you a good leader. They're not going to consider you someone to look up to. They're not going to consider you someone to guide them. So why would you even want to be a leader? Why would you want to be a leader to your group? Why? Because I guess people look up to you, and I think it kind of feels good. Like when my friends come to me and they like look up to me, I it 
it makes me feel like I'm doing something right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm actually helping them. Mm-hmm. And they keep on coming to me for advice and no one else. It, like, makes me kind of feel good sometimes. It makes me feel like you're you're doing something for, like, I'm going to say a good cause. Because mm-hmm. you're helping them figure out what should they do right instead of doing it the backwards way or the going left and, or south instead of north. Mm-hmm. Um, to not try to do the wrong way. And makes you feel like you're helping them, so it gives you that boost. Yeah, for me, being a leader is being able to uphold the gifts that God has given me. You know, it's having that compassion for people and having that heart for people. Like, I have a heart for kids, and um, that's why I'm going to school to be a teacher, and I have to be a good leader and guiding them and teaching them the way of being, a, you know, a good citizen and teaching them, I guess, the simple, like, you know, math, science, and social studies. But I have to be able to be a good leader, be a good quality leader to guide them and lead them into the right direction, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's just helping and having that heart. And there's so many times and whenever I was, like, there was those commercials, you know, of, like, little dogs that, like, pop up on the TV screen and they have, like, the little sad music. Yeah. And, like, it, it gets at you. And that's when I was like, I want to be a leader. I want to help people, you know, like in those moments. And it's like, I want to do it, but I had to figure out how to to be that, how to uphold those characteristics. And there's sometimes when I'm changing, I'm molding, I, I have to learn. Mm-hmm. And you know, we always continually to continuing to learn how to be that way. Um, but you just keep pushing stories that you have had where you had to be the leader, where you had to Put your foot down, be bold, and be the, I guess, the outcast of your group, your friend group. Do you have any stories like that? I mean, um, one time, like uh, this year, in my choir class, there was um, some kids talking about another kid, and um, it's obviously something wrong to do. And I had to put my foot down and say, you know, it's not right. And um, it came back on me. And the kid was saying, like, you know, you you were Bethany was rude to me, but at the same time I was defending other kids. So um, I got the bad part, but yet my choir teachers believed that um, I was standing up for other people because they know who I am. And as long as other people know who you are and as long as you know who you are, um, nothing bad is going to happen and they're going to trust you and other mm-hmm. people um, look at you as a hero and as a leader. Yeah. You just have to stand your ground. Yeah, I had a situation like that. At, like at the end of uh, this year, at the end of my freshman year, uh, we're they're going back to texting about this girl. She's not even in this chat that we have with everybody. And I'm like, guys, this isn't right. You know, you shouldn't be talking about her. If there's if there's something that you obviously want to say to her, say it. Because I'm like, it's not right to sit here and talk behind her back when we're all friends. And maybe maybe she did press press the wrong button and everybody, but I'm like, still it doesn't matter because I I did stick up for her and and I'm just making sure like guys we need to you know say you're sorry or just do say hey okay maybe just you know like ignore them and so um gratefully gratefully we had we talked about it and most of the people in that group that had that problem, most of us are still friends, but the girl and one of the other girls aren't. 
as close or they're not really friends anymore, which is okay because you, you don't know, you don't, you nobody need, I mean, you you want friends, but you don't need them. They're just something extra. There, I had a situation too. There was this one girl, she wanted to come sit with us because she was kind of um, lonely and she wanted to sit with us at the lunch table. She was kind of different. So my friends were like, no, we don't want her. And they kind of like kicked her out. So I had to be like the odd one out. And I went to go sit with her instead. And then they came and fought with us. Yeah. I have one where uh, it was in college and we were in the small group. And it was a girl that was, I guess, a little different. She carried herself different. She didn't like the same things we liked. Um, And no one seemed to want to talk to her. And everyone, like, I guess, rolled their eyes when she would talk and just not be genuine and not be nice. And I took the time to get to know her. I took the time to listen and and just let her open up. And I found out that she was a pretty cool girl. You know, I found out that she was just shy, that the things that she went through in, you know, in her life, that was the reason she was like that. That was the reason she was shy and timid and didn't want to talk. And if I wouldn't have come up to her and and just been genuine and, and was nice to her and being humble and be like, hey, I'm a little different, we dress a little different, but I, I don't want to talk to you. If I didn't, if I would have listened to that voice and if I wouldn't have stepped out and been a leader, she would have been forgotten. And there's no telling how she would have felt about Christians, so there's no telling of what she would have felt inside. You know, I don't even, I don't know where she was, if she was thinking about suicide, if she was thinking about, you know, leaving and, and or just hating the world. I didn't, I don't know. But the fact that I took the time and I was a leader, I was different, I was authentic. And I talked to her and I let her in. That is being a leader. And it's not all about you know, well, God told us we can't dress like this, and God told us we can't do that. It's having those standards for yourself and wanting to be better for yourself and for other people to live that full and wonderful life. You know, it's it's trying your hardest to never give up when the world tells you to not give up. And if when we have social media, when we have people portraying their lives that's perfect. It's a it's the highlight reel. It's not what's really going on in the day to day life. We show what we want to show. We portray what we want to portray. And if we listen to what Instagram, Twitter say, we get stuck and we get sucked into that motion and that notion of well if they're perfect and I gotta be perfect and I gotta conform to what they want me to do and what they want me to say and I got to be this this way, and that's not it. You want to be a leader, and you want to be authentic. And if you want to be have a YouTube channel, be different. Don't be like everyone else's channel and say the same thing and talk about the same topics. Or if you if you want to be different, if you want to start a group at your school, don't be afraid to, because that can ultimately change someone's life, and that is what. God really wanted us to do from our perspective, from my perspective. He wants us to be different. He wants us to have integrity. 
to live out the way that we preach. He wants us to be authentic. He wants us to stand out and be different, right? right? Like you said. And then he wants us to be humble. That's like one of the number one things that like they always say is be humble, be humble, because who wants a, a person, who wants to be a friend with a person that boasts all the time? And then we must have compassion. To be a leader, you must have compassion and not be hypercritical, not be the person that nitpicks on every single little thing and and, and think that you're just this perfect person because we're not. We sin. We change all day, but we need to have compassion. We need to have a vision and a focus for our lives. We, we need to have a vision and a focus for our lives. We need to know in the direction that we want to go. And as teens, you're figuring that out. But eventually you'll figure it out. And we want to be generous with our time, be generous with our feelings, and be generous with ourselves. And to be a good leader, you have to hold up those qualities to push forward and be the person that God has called us to be or you want to be. So um, thank you so much for listening to Refresh. Uh, we hope this word spoke to you. And stay tuned for next week. We're with Regina Johnson.